Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. another episode of You'd Love to See It with myself and Eric Zhu, just the two of us again today. Just uh, two. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to start breaking out of the song. You got to get closer. We don't have our usual setup, so you can't like... <laughs> it is... In one sense. It is... Uh, I'm closer, but in another. We are sharing one microphone today. Um, Eric. It's been a good week. We're here to discuss uh, a movie, as usual. Um, a movie that I have seen twice now in the last week, and a third time in two hours. So That's actually, you, you can't see it one more time in two hours. What do you mean? It's a three hour long movie. Yeah, Are you right. playing I, it on? I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I won't see all of it, but uh, I'm going to get out of that theater at like 1.30 a.m. More like two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, actually, what's funny is the other night, uh, well, you know, the uh, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested to see The how AMC it. definitely packs on Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Both of my viewings were, well, we should probably mention the movie. Um, the Batman. The Batman. Um, Matt Reeves, the director, um, kickstarting a new, I'm assuming, trilogy. No, um, this is the only one. I think they said they're done. they no. don't want to make more. Remember there was the there was the thing. Yeah, but I keep seeing on Twitter and stuff that they're not gonna make more. Oh, I saw that Matt Reeves says he does want to. Oh, I really do not need that. <laughs> I, I saw that they do. Wait, I oh god, wait. Because people, because apparently he had said in an interview that he'd be interested in trying to do a realistic version of Mister Freeze, which is a Batman villain. Because everyone, because they did no. that, they did that like Joker. They went off to spoil it, but they did like a Joker cameo type like teaser at the very yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, the last like ten minutes of the movie are not. I just don't even consider them part of the movie. I think we talked about this. For me, the movie just ends right when that last song comes in again and the monologue, and then everything <laughs> after that is just an epilogue. It really is. It's just two scenes. The two scenes are the Joker like introducing some type of sequel, you know, whatever. And I'm sure Warner Brothers made them put that in there. And then the last scene was just a kind of like wrap of goodbye between him and Catwoman. Yeah. So to me, the movie would be so much more crisp if it would end right at that monologue. That last monologue. Like not to mention just like right before that there's like an iconic scene. We're kind of jumping right into it, which I'm I'm happy to do. Um <laughs> there's that I, I think a really beautiful shot. It's probably one of my favorite in the film. I think it's in the trailer too. Trailers suck, dude. They gotta stop showing so much in trailers. Um, it's him, it's that like top down with him carrying the flare through the water. Carrying I think it's a nice, I think it's just a nice little shot. I like that. Um, and then the monologue kind of capping off what I think is a really interesting like storyline. You know, I, we could talk a lot about how much is really there. And I actually like this movie for a lot more than, I don't really care about its story that much. Um, I just think it's got really good vibes. Um, but yeah, I think the movie should have ended like, 
10 minutes earlier. It's just so weird to have that. It's just felt it feels like an it feels like an after credit scene, honestly. It feels like the it feels like Stranger Things season 3. What, what do you have against? Uh, I love that you just found a way to bring in Stranger Things and bash Stranger Things. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll come back around to the end, but I just think it's so interesting who I feel like they have a really nice poetic beat to end the film on with that monologue again. You know, say what you will about monologues and the, you know, whatever. But and by no means is it the most amazingly written monologue. I'm not going to sit here and say it's the level of... I don't of, think it intends to be amazing. Yeah, no. I, I But I do think you've seen, you hear, and you see that, you know, the change... Whatever, and I think that's a great place to end the movie. Instead, you kind of get this like it's funny because every time that both times that scene has come on, I felt like the monologue. There's like a cut to black, and I'm like, all right, the movie's over. And then it then it does these extra things, and so I'm really gonna feel it today for a third time. I feel like I'm just gonna be like idealizing, just cutting off the. Oh, last... Oh, you're about to say like, damn, like I'm like the last ten minutes, like such a slog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. No, that's the one thing. Is like my only critique about this film, my only major critique about this film personally, is that the last 10 minutes are rough. Not rough, it's just like they're unnecessary. They do nothing more than like settle a tie, like tie up loose ends with him and Catwoman's relationship and then, you know, kind of tease a potential sequel. I don't know. It feels weird. I feel like the movie should have ended with... Um... Catwoman, like, Catwoman asks him to leave with her. Basically, he says no, and then he just, like, whoo, like... That is know. the end. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't need... The motorcycles. It although, although I did enjoy that. I did enjoy that. The the, the back and forth, like, yeah. motorcycle. Yeah. I, I actually, like, I, I, I'm fine with that. I, I, that's my only thing. That's, like, I mean, if I had like, to say the just one this, thing. Yeah. I agree. I guess you do need some type of little epilogue. I don't know. Uh, let's back up a bit. So... I think you new should introduce ba- new this Batman one. movie. Yeah, new Batman movie. I'll, I'll introduce this one. Uh, directed by Matt Reeves, starring um, your boy. Kind of, you know, I've become a little bit of my boy. I'm, I'm, I want to watch. I, I really need to watch Good Times. I've liked this movie and his performance. I don't think his performance is like the most groundbreaking, whatever. But I do think it makes me want to watch a movie. I right, actually, where the I more know... I think about it, the more I actually do think his performance is pretty good in this movie. Really? Like you think it's a big, like I, I, I think it's good. Like I won't lie, I, I, um, obviously. Um, you know what you would really enjoy? I think you would enjoy The Lost City of Z. He's really good in that. Yeah, I've never never seen it. I, I, I'm just a big fan of, of, of I, I, I've never seen Twilight. Um, but, you also, because seen... he's really good in Cosmopolis and the Maps to the Stars. Those are both standouts. Was he good in High Life? Yeah. He's really like hot in High Life. I remember... That's, that's the thing I remember about High Life. I feel like his performance in High Life is a little bit overshadowed by... Uh, is it Juliette Binoche? Is that her? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got, I got a lot to watch. Is The Devil All the Time worth watching? No. Oh, God. <laughs> um... I've learned he's in Harry Potter as well. Um, he's good in Tenant. I think he's solid in Tenant. I mean, it's not like a. He's the best part of Tenant. Wow, best part of Tenant. I don't know. No, Elizabeth Debicki is the best part of Tenant. Yeah, he's definitely. He's. He's. I mean, he's. Is Andy Serkis also the villain in Tenant? Oh, sorry, Andy Serkis. No, that's Kenneth Branagh. I'm fucking stupid. Oh. <laughs> um. And then obviously we've. 
probably, I think we reviewed, no, we didn't review The Lighthouse, did we? We talked about it on, a pod, on one of, uh, like, I think, end of the year podcasts, I think. I don't think we did an actual episode. Um, that feels forever ago. Um, but yeah, so this new Batman film stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Paul Dano as the villain, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. That's pretty much uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred, um, Colin Farrell as uh, the Talk Penguin. Talk about my boy. <laughs> the Penguin. Oh, I, I'm going to say the best performance in this is, is, I think, Colin Farrell. Like, if you were to say show stealing, it's he doesn't, I can't tell. Well, not only from the makeup, but like. Well, it's, it's very, <laughs> um, it, it's like, it exemplifies some of the like really nice things about the movie. That I would say is performance. What do you mean? It really emphasizes like the goofiness of the movie. Which is I I think yeah I, I think that's definitely something we should talk about as well. But I mean I don't have to give too much introduction. Um, essentially, in this version of Batman, um, it is Bruce Wayne slash the Batman's second year of fighting crime. So we don't get we don't really get any of that intro Batman. Um, you know, we don't see his parents being killed, which has been done over and over again. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Batman, obviously that's how, you know, when he's Bruce Wayne, a young boy, his parents get killed, and he eventually grows up to be the Batman. Um, so this one, one feels, like, different because you're just kind of, like, thrown right into it rather than, like, you're not, you know, you're not seeing the same, like, it's like what they did with, like, Spider-Man. Remember when they've redone Spider-Man like 80 times and they would always do the same, you know, <laughs> killing Uncle Ben and like you just mm-hmm. watch him die like so many times and then for the new, not even trilogy, but the new the Tom Holland. Yeah, the oh. new Tom Holland one. The first Spider-Man movie is just, he's already Spider-Man. There's no like beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what this reminds me of because it's very much, which I actually think one thing I want to say is I uh, all right. I guess I'll finish describing the movie. So in his second year, uh, Batman, very uh, like depressed, still uh, kind of this like angsty, uh, hasn't really found his way. Batman, he's uh, listening to Nirvana. He's listening to Nirvana, <laughs> um, and he uh, the main villain in this is uh, the Riddler, the, the Riddler, <laughs> the Riddler, <laughs> played by Paul Dano, who I think is fantastic. Um, I think we'll have to talk. I know you're not a huge fan of the of the not original, but the Dark Knight trilogy. But everyone on Twitter, I've just seen so many. Like everyone's trying to compare him to Heath Ledger, who won an Oscar for his performance posthumously. Also gave a better performance. Um, and I would say I think gave a better performance, but also had more to work with. One thing I saw that I do agree with is like this is a Batman movie where the Dark Knight actually felt like a Joker movie. And the more I think about that, it kind of does. Like it, it really. There's actually way more screen time for the Joker in the Dark Knight movie than anything near the Riddler in this. Um, and most of the screen time is through a phone <laughs> or vlogs. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess I'll start, I'll say like, I think what's really obvious to me is that there's like so many, one, the like overall vibe they decide to go with. Um, I think like, the first thing I mentioned is that this is feels way more like a noir or like just like a, a mystery, like a almost. It's it a serial killer movie. Yeah. In the vein of, I mean, like it's, Zodiac. It's, it's like, like Zodiac. Seven, I think, is the LA main. Confidential. Saw. Yeah, all those movies like 
it feels more like that than a Marvel or even like the Dark Knight. Like the Dark Knight movies feel superhero-y. Like they're very, I don't know, like there's like this super like high tech equipment and you know, what's his, oh, what's his name who plays Batman? Christian Bale is like this huge ripped man. Not to say that Robert Pattinson isn't ripped in this movie, but what's intriguing to me is one it is like not, doesn't feel traditional superhero-y, but at the same time, as you mentioned and probably will mention, it does feel kind of goofy. Like it's like both playing towards like a more, like more comic level, but also trying to be a little bit more gritty, like realistic. And it's like this interesting juxtaposition. And yeah, I, I guess let's, I mean, let's start there. You, I mean, you said that you think there's a lot of like goofy moments. Or like it just seems... Yeah, I mean, it's a serial killer movie where they know from the beginning that the serial killer is the Riddler. Like, yeah. <laughs> the Riddles are also really stupid, but <laughs> I mean, this is a Batman movie that's willing to admit and is like very cognizant of the fact that Batman is inherently such just like a stupid little emo teenager who <laughs> writes in his diary, listens to Nirvana, like, and is like obsessed with like getting up in his little suit and punching bad guys at night um like when he's out of costume which we rarely see in this movie he which i think is a good choice and i'll I'll talk why later yeah um he has like black eyeshadow over his over his (laughs) eyes in a really comical way um (laughs) his his hair yeah like i don't know i like the penguin floats into this. Um, such a good, such a good acting by Comfort. Like I, I just think I don't know. It's the New York like accent too. Yeah. He does like, like both times I watched it. Sort of like satire of like like Goodfellas <laughs> or like something like that. Yeah, I I really liked it. I saw David Ehrlich really liked his performance as well. I think he had mentioned something that you mentioned, which was that goofiness, that kind of like willingness to be not take itself too seriously. I mean, it's really funny. Like, look at those diary entries. Oh yeah, or even like the monologues. They're yeah, kind of the like monologues. they're they're pathetic. That's yeah, pathetic. yeah. And I actually think, on one hand, I think you could critique it by being like, oh, it's just bad writing. But I actually think one of the reasons I really like it is because it feels more like I don't. I always hate saying, like, it feels like real life. But I feel like if there was a situation like this, I feel like this one of this, like, angsty guy, like, who's obviously not matured and he's, you know, he still thinks vengeance is, like, you know. And, like, yeah, oh, that's... And, yeah, and then, like, by the end, there's also, like, an arc to his character where you can tell there's, you know, like, a, a change in his beliefs. But I, I think compare that to, like, say, the Dark Knight trilogy. And I think that one is just, like, I mean, like, Batman and Bruce Wayne are just these like larger than life like it 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 feels very serious and like it's weird because like serious and that is different than the serious slash gritty feeling in this. Oh, I I never thought this was. I I wouldn't say I ever thought this was gritty. Gritty is like the wrong word. It's not even like gritty. It's more like pulpy. What what do you mean by that? Like what's pulpy? I'm not. It's like. It's pulpy, it's like campy, it's like... Yeah, I think... It's not, it's like trying to do that within what we think of like a decent... Like it's not, I wouldn't say, I, I take it, I wouldn't say it's like pulpy, but it tries to go for something pulp adjacent. Like, but like I think... In the, like the trashy way that like the Saw movies are. But I think what's, what's weird about that, and you might disagree, is I think that for some reason it plays off as being more akin to real life than something like the larger than whatever superhero movie. And like one thing I'll say is like, for instance, in this one, like 
things feel a little bit more like I don't know, like even like the journal entries or you know, the, like the fact that he ha like some of his equipment is not doesn't seem like the most like the car, for instance. Like you can tell it was like like he kind of built that and like manufactured like added parts to it or even like other like there's like many moments throughout the film where you can tell that he's like still not like very good at this. Like the scene where he is going off the building and he hits the train thing and you know like I mean I probably should have died. Yeah, he gets beat up a couple times. There's a couple times where he like misses pretty obvious like clues or pretty obvious yeah, even though he's an Many amazing times, basically he's an amazing movie. riddle guesser. I'll say that dude. Incredible. But like he makes so many poor decisions. And I think that that plays into this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like he feels like, it feels a little bit more real, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I, I don't know about it feeling real, but I mean, speaking of the car, this movie is so clearly so uninterested in being a superhero movie. Like, like what is distinctive about this movie is that it took, it took the Batman IP and then Matt Reeves said, I want to make a saw like procedural out of it. Yeah. Like the car is barely in this movie. I did not remember the car was in it. Yeah, it's one like, scene. You, like you it's never like, like Alfred is barely in this movie. Two he scenes, is, I think. Like, <laughs> um like he's you, like I feel like one of the biggest tensions in the original Batman, like in every superhero movie, is this idea of dual identity, this idea that like they are this this type of person in real life and then in their costume, they're another type. And this movie completely does away with that. I, I really like that. And especially, I think, one thing that adds to it was I, I saw people... I've been reading the Reddit threads for days, I'm not going to lie. Um, but I saw people talking about... They said, like, they like really liked it because it felt like... I don't know, it, it, it really played to that character. You know, he's so invested in the Batman that he, he's not going out. Like, I like that you don't see Bruce Wayne much. You really see him in, like, two scenes. And almost all the other time, you know, you're seeing him behind the mask. And, you know, I'm sure that parallels the, you know, I, I know you said, I think, that this was a cheesy line or something. The Paul Dano Riddler line of, like, I, I am who I really am behind the mask. Like, you can be who you really are behind the mask. Um, but, yeah, I think it's interesting that they chose not to show more Bruce Wayne. Because even in, like, the first, or all three of the other Batman you know, the, I'm, I'm thinking of the Nolan, and it's hard not to compare, but they are very different, I think. Um, you see a lot of Bruce Wayne, like a lot, and there's a lot, I don't know, he's also just not nearly as, not even a little bit, like, angsty or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why this one feels, like, a little bit more believable, or it just, I don't know, this is... Kind of just like the depressed vibes. <laughs> I don't well, know. I think I... it just like gets more. It's just like more straightforward in like who the Batman is. Like it doesn't. This distinction doesn't matter. Bruce Wayne yeah. acting as some sort of bureaucrat or, like, like, or rich, aristocrat is the same thing as him, like being this angsty, stupid superhero too. Like, like them showing the superheroes pathetic is just another way of. <laughs> like Matt Reeves being like, I don't care about this. Like I'm here to talk about like, I'm here to make like a fun procedural that also looks into like Gotham's like city history. Not that not that other movies don't yeah. do. Not that the other ones don't but do that. Feels... But this one is more interested in that than others. I'd say it's more interested in like dissecting the Batman too. The I, Batman's. I, I agree. Story. I mean, it feels in a, in an age where we're getting 
two, three superhero movies a year, remakes yeah, every couple years. I think we're talking about like eight to ten. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, and I mean, it, the commercial before DC still pumping out new ones to compete with Marvel. I'm like I'm very tired of superhero movies. I haven't seen any of the Marvel ones recently, even though I know some of them were pretty good. Um, and I was surprised that I I really and I think I have a little bit more of an affinity for Batman uh, because the Nolan trilogy was like it was you know it was a staple of my childhood, so I feel like there's a nostalgia in there. But I mean, would you agree with me that I, I feel like this the approach was was it felt unique? Like it didn't just feel like another like remake it, it I, at least it, it definitely just had its own approach that i feel like separated itself a little bit um i remember david Ehrlich talked about this I, I of course i read his review um i feel like one day we have to just send him an email and invite him on even though he <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean I, with how much we read um but he was saying that he felt like at times i forgot the, what the phrase he used but he felt like this really separated itself from other superhero movies but it didn't go far enough. Like at times, it didn't lean enough into what it was trying to separate itself, and that was his kind of main critique. Is like, it was like playing both sides. Um, I don't know if you have you read his. I haven't. Um, yeah, I'll have to like look at what he says a little bit. But um, it, it's very interesting because I I think that I did. Oh, one thing he like he talked about was like you know like if you really want to dive into this like he thought making it PG-13, which was always going to happen, was a poor choice. I do think it would be incredibly cool to see a rated R version of this film. Um, I just don't know. Obviously, I don't think that would ever happen. Like, I don't think there would be much difference in a rated R version. You don't like, think so? The main difference would just be... How, I feel like the primary difference would just be how gory, the, how gory it is. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It was... Like, he, like, <laughs> have you seen all those Twitter threads about how it's, like, yeah, like, this Batman's definitely a virgin or whatever. Like, he's not having what? sex. He's not having, like, he's clearly, like. <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> like, a virgin. I have not seen that. I don't know, man. Him and Zoe Kravitz. Um... Love is blind. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah truly, for real. Or what's, truly, the, what's like, the one. This little, like, pr- no, what's the show with the, where they wear the animal masks? Yeah, but that's a singing show. No, 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 no. The one oh, there's a dating. Sing. Oh, there's yeah, yeah. A dating Have show. you seen it? I I watched it once. Um, I forget what it's called. But they literally go to a dinner, and they're wearing full animal makeup, and it, it's the craziest thing. And they can only see each other afterwards. I think if they, or they have to like pick someone. I don't know. But um, I do think we should talk about other actors at some point. But I I, I just like staying like kind of on it in general. I don't know. I, like, I, what really gets me about this film, I think, is just the overall vibe, the overall cinematography. It just feels so. It almost feels like cozy, but in a depressing way. Like it feels like just like some of the shots of Gotham City, like stuff you don't really get like in other superhero movies or even like the Batman. Like it just feels. I don't know. It it, it feels yeah. different. There's more emphasis on some type of on like the city as a whole or like even like my favorite thing that, that it's included in this and um again not to bring up david early but he talked about this in his review was how many close-up shots there are of even like in intense moments like like the car scene i know that you said you weren't a huge fan of the chase scene but that entire scene is 95 percent close-ups on the drivers like it doesn't show like kind of like far away like from the skyline like or like from the sky, like shots of the cars, like 
there's like a lot of these like close up, very like, um, what's the word? Uh, when something is like suff like suffocating, like these kind of suffocating shots throughout the movie. Like I, 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 I don't know. I noticed that, and I feel like I noticed it more a second time. I just feel like, I don't know. Things just feel kind of depressed. Batman's angsty. The city is kind of like all angsty. Um, you know, the the color palette is obviously insanely just dark. There's I like some of the like the reds and blues and I don't know. I mean like I, I just feel like that really intrigues me and like it mm -hmm. it builds a really nice like atmosphere to exist in for three hours. Where like in like again, because I have to compare the other trilogy, there's no sense of atmosphere. It just feels like some city, there's so many day and night things, there's so much going on, like it's more like focused on like just like the plot from A to Z where I feel like this one there's like I don't know just also like kind of a focus on the atmosphere it feels like yeah I would I would agree with that I mean I I really cannot tell you anything about the moment <laughs> like I I'm I know yeah like, I mean the more I think about them it's, I don't th I think they're bad but it's just like there's something about the way Gotham feels in this movie. Yeah, there's a specific sense of place. And I mean, it, it has to do with also the way that like this movie is so so much more interested in the city than the other ones and into like exploring the city. Like so when the subway is exploring like the whole world of the like bar beneath the bar, like yeah. it's very like a sense of place is very important to this movie. Just like in the thematics and in like the just the way it's structured. Yeah. Let's talk about something that uh, I'm curious if you walked away thinking. Um, I've seen a lot of praise for the score. Uh, David Ehrlich said it was his um, his name. You might know it. Michael. Yeah. yeah. Um, he does. I think he does a lot of the Pixar scores. He said that this was. Oh my God! What's his name? I'm gonna find it eventually. Michael Giacchino. No, I don't know how to say this. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jacino, but I Jacino. We're gonna say Jacino. He's done Spider-Man movies. He's done Jojo Rabbit, bunch of Pixar stuff. Um, he said that this was the best score of his life. Um, it, it's pretty much like a lot of. It's Jacino. Yeah. Jacino. Okay. I I did notice. I don't know. It felt very. I really I really like the score personally. Besides the inclusion of the, the twice of the angsty. Uh, Nirvana song. No, that's um, no, those were good. No, I loved it. Oh, 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 you just said besides. Oh, no, 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 like, but, but like, the, I was saying, oh, no, no, okay, wow, that, <laughs> no, I love that, no, for sure, that's my favorite. Um, but even, like, there's, like, this, like, nice little, like, you know, musical theme of every time that Batman and Catwoman are on, like, the screen together, which I didn't actually notice, really, until the second time I saw it. And then, I mean, other than that, there's a lot of just, like, that same, like, what, like, four-note, like, melody or whatever that's played the whole time. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was definitely, I don't know. I don't know if that was something that you really noticed or you really, like, were, like, impacted yeah, by. I shouldn't really remember it. <laughs> I mean, it's also been, what, a week and a half? Yeah, it's since been a week seen and a half. You, know, you, didn't have, you don't have the second uh, viewing yeah. under your belt. Um, which I want to say, I saw both at the Lemley and, you know, support local theater. Uh, Lemley's a great place. But, uh, I, my second time was ruined because 
The first showing I thought was amazing, our first one. Um, I liked that theater we were in and mm -hmm. everything. It was just a nice screen. I thought the sound was great. My second viewing was in one of the bigger ones mm -hmm. and the sound was horrible. It was all from the front, which maybe that's how they were do it anyways. Were you sitting further back? No, it was, I, was, I was close. Mm -hmm. I, was like, I was honestly too close. Um, I was like one more row back would have been perfect. I was like a little bit too, I was an E, but it was, this was, it was a bigger screen than mm -hmm. the one we went to. And so I, it was a little too close. Um, but the sound was so quiet and I, like, I have really bad hearing issues. So usually I have to have it really loud, but I don't know. My friends did not notice. I know for me, it was like a, a noticeable every 15 minutes or whatever, when there was a, like a, something I like really wanted to hear. I just couldn't. So I was really upset about that, which is why I chose to now go to an IMAX tonight because I'm like, there's no way I can get any, like it can't get any louder than what I'm about to go to. So I'm- Oh wait, did they have the Dolby version or whatever too? They did have that, but I figured- I Because that's the, sound, I, right? IMAX is just screen. I think the one I'm going to is like both. Oh, okay. Or it's like, I don't know. It's also, what's funny about this is I've never seen this before. It's not just IMAX. It's IMAX with laser tonight. Oh yeah, that's just the projector. I don't know what the hell it's that is. It's just like is. laser projector. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so IMAX with laser is uh, is what I'm going to. Um, but yeah, I this is a movie where I really want to be like completely immersed in the sound. And yeah, I, I'm just hoping tonight is a little bit more um See, this one says that the, the, the it says immersive heart pounding audio combined with crystal clear images on the largest screens takes you beyond the standard cinema experience. I'm pretty sure that's just the IMAX like <laughs> advertising board. But then like the Dolby one says powerful images and sound technologies combined with cutting edge reserved recliners to transform each <laughs> dude. The language they're using here is honestly incredible. Um <laughs> We'll see. I, I think it'll be better than whatever the Lemley was. Because our first viewing was fine. I, I thought it was perfect. I don't know. I just like, I'm the weirdo that, it's not weird, but I just want to be like completely immersed in the sound. So it feels yeah, like Yeah, that's that. why I'm always so shocked to like sit in the back of the theater. Yeah, you don't just, get, like, no. You, I, I, my dad is the same way. He loves back of the theater and I hate back of the theater. I, one, I hate the distance because it feels like that I'm just like, I'm just watching yeah. a TV. It's like, I want to be, I want the screen to take up my entire vision. Plus, I want to like completely be immersed in the sound. So tonight, uh, hopefully that is the case. And there's actually a lot of people going for a 1030. I guess it is a Friday. It's a Friday night. Um, it's not a huge theater. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it again. Um, so yeah, let's, let's bounce around with some, some other topics on the Batman. First of all, Zoe Kravitz was in it. She was in a good portion. Um, I thought she was really good. I thought she was... Um, I don't know how many previous Batmans you've seen, um, besides the also the Nolan trilogy, but I thought. Oh, I love Batman and Robin. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought Zoe Kravitz was possibly the best Catwoman. I thought she was really good. Like. I can't think of any other. I just other think than, um, maybe just the way she embodies it. I don't know. Yeah, I thought she was. Good. I know people really love. Um, the, I forget who played the. Anne Hathaway. No, there's someone else that's older, although. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah. I think people really like her. I've never, I've been okay. The Anne Hathaway was fine. I don't know. That third movie was just kind of buns, in my opinion, anyways. The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Although I think I gave it like three and a half, four stars, so I can't really say much. 
Um, I thought she was really good. Three and a half or four stars for how much longer? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson honestly had good chemistry, even though like maybe I do have another critique that the first time they kiss should not be the first time they kiss. Um, I thought it was very interesting that it was there, just <laughs> on a roof, like in a, after he like accuses her of like, why did you take the money? Like, <laughs> and she's just like, he's my dad. Now kiss. Yeah. Like. I, much later when they do the typical like superhero, you know, almost dying and sh- they kiss, I thought that would have been more appropriate. But I think they have really, I don't know, they have like a fun chemistry. I feel like the two, I would like to see the two of them in another like movie. I feel like they just bounce off each other pretty well. Um, and yeah, honestly, this cast is like really good overall. I thought Paul Dano did a great job. Um, it's interesting that this is the one movie in which Paul Dano doesn't get the shit beat out of him. Like... But this is still very much a Paul Dano. Like, this is very, it's very, like, there will be blood. Very, like, do you not think of prisoners? No, I, dude, I, it's funny because, but, like, that's the thing is, like, I thought because it was a Batman movie that he, like, Paul Dano would get his ass beat. Just like in Prisoners. It's hard to get worse than Prisoners. Um, What freaking uh, uh, Hugh Jackman did to him in that movie. Um, I think Paul Dano's a good actor, a great actor. Yeah. I think he plays a lot of the same characters. But I think he's a good actor. I think he plays. Oh my god, we were just talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. He's he's. I thought he was good in Swiss Army Man. That's like a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen Swiss Army Man. I've always been weirded out to watch that movie. I don't know why. No, it's a weird movie. Um, but I think he's a really good actor. I think he he's really good at like he's one of the only actors that I feel like can like always just get under my skin like super easily like just play like this like kind of creepy. and yeah, I, I think I think his performance in this was good. I thought, you know, it's hard. It, I mean, most of the time, it's just him as the Riddler and... Um, behind, like, a mask. Yeah, like, behind a mask, on a cell phone, <laughs> yeah. not in the room. Um, so I actually do think the one scene we really get just him in, or actually two, I, I, I really like him at the counter when he gets found out, basically, where he's just waiting for them to arrest him. And he's like... But I just ordered a slice of pumpkin pie, and then he gets like they're like, they're like shut up, and then arrest him, and I, I like that. Um, and then I actually I like the scene with him and Batman, um, which was interesting watching the second time and clarifying that he doesn't actually know Bruce Wayne is Batman. He actually like he he he's like talking about how he like they did they didn't get Bruce Wayne, and. Like he's like oh we om- like there's only one got away we almost got him mm-hmm. and like because the first time I was like oh wait so does he know and it definitely seems like it but then he like doesn't know and oh then you just like think he knows the type of person yeah he is. and then he thinks so he he was upset that they didn't kill Bruce Wayne but then he thought that Batman would basically be on his side because he thought he was also you know someone looking for vengeance or whatever on vengeance um. I think that seems good. Uh, he like does that like screaming like ah like. <laughs> um, I he, look. I think Paul Dano did a great job. I think obviously if you're gonna you're gonna get compared to Heath Ledger, and I think like I said, I think Heath Ledger had way more to do and way more ability to shine in The Dark Knight than Paul Dano really does here. 
I mean, this movie does not care about Paul Dano. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, this I, movie, I, like, finagles a way for him to get a couple hench, like, 50 henchmen that look exactly yeah. like him. <laughs> like, he's just, like, one, like, You said, were you the one that said that you, you weren't really a fan of that? The, the whole... Oh, I mean, I just didn't care. Oh, you just didn't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I, the one thing I'll say is really funny. This is the one thing where I, like, completely, like, buy into Paul Dano's character and just acting, is when he's, he plays the vlog video and he's like, what up, followers? Like, <laughs> thank you so much for the advice on the detonate. Like, it's so, it's actually, like, hilarious. It feels like just, like, a YouTube. I don't know. It just feels so funny to me. Um, and, like, weirdly insane. It's, like, comically um, contrived. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I thought he did a really good job. Um the more I think about Paul Dano, the more I realize that he was the only good part of Prisoners. No. <laughs> Why? No, he was not good in Prisoners. What? You don't think he was good in Prisoners? No. Wait, no. I really did not like him in Prisoners. I mean, I don't like Prisoners, but I think he was the best part of Prisoners. What, no, name something just... better in Prisoners. Like Jake uh, Gyllenhaal? <clears throat> Watch what you say there. Yeah, though. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was better. <laughs> I mean, he's just screaming in Prisoners. I feel like it's a pretty one-note performance. Hmm. I thought I don't remember. Prisoners. I don't remember it too much. I, I, all I remember <laughs> is Hugh Jackman and Paul Dano just like sledgehammering the shit out. Do of you it. remember how excited? This is a tangent. Do you remember how excited we were to watch Prisoners? Like we were in that hotel room. Sounds spicy. We were in that hotel room <laughs> together, and we were. Uh, where were we? We were. Dr- were we driving from? We were Montana driving down to, to yeah. see, down to um, Claremont. And we were in that hotel, and we're like, "What? Like, what do we want to watch?" And I'm like. I think we were like, dude, there's this movie we've both been like interested in seeing, and I was like, it's it's my boy Denis, like this has got to be. It's like the, the description sounds amazing. It's got a four two on Letterbox, like like what could go wrong? And then we watched that movie, and that might be one of the most disappointing movies. I gotta say, I. In my memory, I went in with tempered expectations. What? I don't believe this whatsoever. Well, because, because, sure. because if you look at his, because which of his movies before that had I liked? No, okay, that's fair. But I felt like with the cast of Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal, I just, I, I thought that, I don't know. I just remember there was, I, I'm going <laughs> to say, Eric, there was a little bit of hype in your voice when we, when we decided. A little bit. Even if it was a smidge, right? Like... Tempered expectations. I, I never said I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. I just said tempered. I just said tempered. But it's, I, I think even if you had tempered expectations, I'm sure they were very underwhelmed at the very the end of it all. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I, I That was just a random tangent. But um, also in this movie, I also think that uh, Jeffrey Wright did a, did a good job. I think he was a good uh, James Gordon. I like... I really like John Turturro. Um, yeah, I really liked him. I some people weren't fans. I feel I like that's seen. also his thing. That um, like I don't know. That feels like a very John Turturro role and really? performance to me. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Do you think he felt too? You know, like you said that the movie feels very comical and very like pulp. Maybe not pulpy. You, you used a different word. Um, no, it, it does. Feel okay. So. Do you think John Turturro like kind of is the like opposes that like do you think his his character kind of seems a little bit outside of that spectrum like a little bit more serious no i still thought his entire like new york italian thing was still pretty over the top 
like maybe less so than than the penguin than the penguin, but it was still in the same vein. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting. I definitely, I think he was good. I just remember that I I saw that some people had uh, or were not huge fans overall. I mean, yeah. So I don't know if. Uh, there's going to be a sequel. I would assume there's going to be a sequel. It, it's like yeah, yeah. There is going to be a sequel. Like, I was there's given. no way. Like one, it's DC, and like I know they've had success with the these standalone. You know, the Joker. Like they say what you want about Joker. They had a, they. It was very successful for them. Um, I think they're just going away from the model of trying to compete directly with Marvel, but I think they're still trying to latch on wherever they can. There. I mean, you saw that trailer for DC heroes before the movie. It's bad. There's some bad movies in there. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I Dwayne The Rock Johnson's a great human being, but I don't need to see the movie with him. It's just whatever the hell it is. Um, Black Adam, I think. I, I don't need to see, and I don't need to see um, the, the one with John Cena. Oh, I want to see the new Aquaman. I would see that. I, I just... Again, I, I, I think the only it's like the only reason I watched this was because Robert Pattinson and the Batman. Like Batman and Spider Man are like probably I would assume safely the two most profitable superheroes. Yeah, definitely. Like, Spider Man is one and it always will be one. But Batman I think is a maybe not close second, but it it's up there. Like those are the two franchises. Um so you know, I'm not surprised it took what what year did Dark Knight Rises come out in? Oh, that's not even the last one. Yeah, <laughs> Batman no, versus you're Superman. Batfleck. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. This is that was DC's like failed attempt the, the whole Justice League thing. I never even watched it. The Zack Snyder cut. Um I, I don't know what their plan is. Like I don't know if they're going to make this now, like if they're going to still try to do this DCU universe type thing. I think they're going to I have a feeling, separate. I have a feeling this is going to be a trilogy. Like I, I would bet money, good money it's going to be. Um, if they're smart, which I think Matt Reeves is interesting to me because I I, 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 looking at Matt Reeves' other work, I've seen quite a few. I've seen. I, it's been a long time, so I don't have them reviewed, but I've seen the Planet of the Apes movies. They're good. They're fine. People really like those. People really do, and I didn't realize how many people really liked it. I watched Cloverfield. It's not my thing. It's fine. Um, he also wrote and produced the other Cloverfield movies, which Tiny Cloverfield Lane, I stand by, is an amazing movie with just one of the shittiest endings, but it's also not like their fault. It's because it like had to, you know, it's part of the trilogy or whatever. Um... I, I'm sure he wants to do more. I'm sure Robert Pattinson would do more. The thing is, is... Would Robert Pattinson do more? I think he would. I mean, he might be locked into contract, but he's I, always been like a... You think so? He's always been like a... I, do a, I feel like him and Kristen Stewart are both like, I do a blockbuster, so then I have the star power to go do whatever little things I That's want. True. Like, Robert Pattinson is a... Have you seen like some of his... Interviews. He's a strange person, dude. He like, and he like they they like. Also, he is like traumatized by Twilight. Yeah, that's fair. I think he's gonna get very good. Not like an Oscar nomination or anything like that, but he's gonna get very good. Oh, he will get it. I think he's gonna get an Oscar nomination in the next five to ten years. Oh, I meant for this. Oh no way. No, no. But I think this movie is gonna. I think he is gonna 
attract a whole new type of fan his way. Not that people weren't Robert Pattinson's fans, but I think I think some people didn't know Robert Pattinson as well. And I think this might open some more people up. So I, I could see him... I'm curious. I mean, because you don't really see him in the movie. He's but still, they, they're like, going to know he's the actor. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like... Like, this isn't the type of Batman you can really be like, oh my god, like, yes, like... This is the one that I like to look <laughs> up to. Like I'm gonna get action from like the Matt Reeves Batman. Like, I don't know. Not... I think he. I, I don't know. He's I, he's very he's very good though. I think I think he's very good. I don't know. And the times he was Bruce Wayne were very like Christian Bale is so like sleek and cool in a way that this one is purposefully not. But I like that this isn't that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but it's not like the most like merchandisable. Maybe I think you're not wrong on that, but I don't know. I think it does appeal to a different. And it's type purposefully of viewer. like not like iconic. I was going to say, I've seen so much praise on Reddit, but then I thought, well, yeah, it's going to appeal to a Reddit user. <laughs> that, that, the, the depressing, uh, angsty. I was like, oh, that kind of fits the, the, the vibe. Um, I think, I, I don't think there's a way that the, at least the second one doesn't come out. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. if they were smart, my only thing would be, which I've seen other people say, don't redo the Joker. Like, and, you know, like push in the direction that this movie did by trying something different, like staying kind of comical, but also just way more interested in Gotham as a whole, way more interested in like the Batman, as you, like you said. Um, I saw an interview that apparently he wants to try a realistic Mr. Freeze, which is a very unrealistic supervillain who literally, you know, freezes people. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 I kind of selfishly could be like down to see more Robert Pattinson and this, but at the same time, this movie by itself feels so good that I don't want it to be ruined by a tr like a trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Not that I ever necessarily ever have a movie be completely ruined by a sequel, but it certainly doesn't help it. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. I I, I do think that I I was very surprised with how much I really like this. And I feel like this movie has potential to, to stay in a very high position, even this early in the when year. When was the last time you watched a movie three times in theaters? Never. Never. That says a lot. That does say a lot. I've never, I've saw, I've seen several movies twice. Uh, I saw Endgame twice. I saw, I don't know, a couple things twice. Uh, I might have seen The Hunger Games twice <laughs> when I was a kid. I've definitely, in the, in, in recent years, have we ever gone to a movie twice together? I I see you a lot. I? I see a lot of things twice. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wondering if you and I have. I don't think so. I don't feel like we have. I don't feel like we have. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think this is for sure going to be my most I've ever gone to a movie, especially in, in like a week. <laughs> yeah. A week and a half. Um, I think I'll get everything I need from tonight to then wait a, f a few months to watch it again. Um, but I definitely didn't expect it to be a movie that I was going to, like, mm -hmm. go watch three times. I don't know. You know, it didn't give me that kind of initial vibes. And the fact that I'm, I'm pretty into it, um, I know that you texted me. You're like, oh, so when's it getting that five-star uh, bump up? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I, uh, you know, 
I think if it, if it's good enough for me to go three times, it's obviously doing something right, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, at the same time, I feel like one of the, th the things I'm guilty of doing is sometimes looking at movies on Letterboxd and being like, oh, but this movie is so much better than this movie, so I can't give this one a high rating. But I feel like that doesn't, Yeah. it so doesn't matter. No. I've realized more, it's just like, if I would like a movie enough to watch it three times in a period of 10 days, it probably is pretty deserving of yeah. a very high spot on my on my list. Um, and even in just ways I can't like vocalize. You know, I've talked a lot of praise about the movie today, but I think there's just many things about it that I still can't vocalize. But I don't know. I think the thing I've been thinking about recently a lot in regards to like thesis and and just like you know the class I'm in for film is just like this idea of, of films entrancing you, and this movie does such a good job of that for me. Um, this is a random note too. Speaking of entrancing. Um, as we wrap up, I just thought of something. Um, did you know that, this is just kind of a, the audience won't know anything we're talking about here. Um, did you know that Tom did his dissertation? I didn't, sorry, excuse me, he didn't do his dissertation. Although I did find and download his dissertation. What's it about? Uh, it's 250 pages long, I'll show you in a second after we're done. I do that. It's on film, obviously. Uh, like but I think film? he actually has, it's on like, I'll, I'll show you, it's not on like one in particular. But he did write a book with mm -hmm. Morrison. On, on like Terrence Malick, oh, no, on, on Terrence Malick, and I was like, I did, I did know. I that. was like, shoot, I gotta watch some more. I actually really want to watch some more Terrence Malick films. You have to watch. I've only seen one, so. Oh, I think well, if if it comes out, his new movie's supposed to come out, or it, it's been said to be like almost done. I think it's like a like some sort of religious story. Why can I not find? Am I spelling his name wrong? Terrence Malick. How do you spell his name? T E R R E N C. Wait, which ones did you... I mean, they're all good. Other than um, A Hidden Life and Song Song. Um, I think the only one... I've only seen the one with you, right? Yeah, Days of Heaven. Yeah. Um, that is, like, the definition of, I think, a mesmerizing, in, like, entrancing film slash director. You should watch them in order. Those movies are worth watching in order. Oh, yeah, Tree of Life. We were going to go see Tree of Life, but we're going to be gone. Um, like, we were debating about going to the Arrow to see it. Um, but I really want to watch, uh, how many are there? It looks like there's... There's not that many. Oh, there's not many. There's nine. Okay, okay. So I've seen one of nine. I, I've just heard, oh, Thin Red Line, I've always wanted to watch as well. Um, I mean, I, the, the ones that no one talks about, Knight of Cups is so good. This is the one, the Badlands one is the one I saw, I read some of his, uh, like book on Badlands is the that Badlands is really good. But Badlands is also like one of the most famous ones. Um, Knight of Cups is the one that no one talks about that everyone needs to be talking. Oh, about. that's the one with Christian Bale, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Christian Bale. I think Kate Blanchett is in it. I remember when this came out, and like I remember like people were not hyped about it, or like um, they were like they weren't. Damn, look at those the first three ratings, five stars. Um, Knight of Cups, also the New World, is my second favorite one. What is it? The New World. The New World. The New World is so good. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna watch these. I, I'm actually interested. Oh, Colin Farrell, of course. Um, yeah. He looks kind of good in this too. Uh, I. I. And Christian Bale's in that one. Oh damn! Yeah, I really want to watch uh, some Terrence Malick because Days of Heaven is really good, and um, it was just interesting to me that uh, that Tom had done a book or written a book on Terrence Malick. So um, we'll be back kind of next week ish give or take a few days for our next episode, which as of right now, we have scheduled for 
after Yang? Is that still a possibility? We could. It's on Showtime. Or are we thinking something else? Is there anything else coming out of the next? The... There's stuff I want to see, but it's only in theaters, and we'd have mm, to, we have to yeah. go to L.A. for it. Yeah, so we're going to be gone. It is our, our spring break. We're going to be gone. I mean, it's also the sort of thing uh, we could we could watch anything right now. Like Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be watching some movies in the hotel, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I have some stuff downloaded on my hard drive that I can sweet, to see. Sweet. Um, oh, you have everything everywhere all at once on the schedule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I actually saw the trailer again for The Northman. It looks okay. It looks good. I, I don't know how hyped I should be. I like. I feel like the last time I saw a movie that looked like that, or like, I feel like it, it has a similar hype level to me of like Green Knight, and I feel like I got so disappointed with Green Knight that I don't want to be disappointed with this. Um, although it has a crazy cast. Yeah. Um, Bjork, 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 Bjork. <laughs> um, so after Yang, possibly, is our next episode. What's the next, like, is there any, what's what's the big, is there any big ones coming out soon? Is it, I guess, everything, everywhere, all at once? Or is that not really? Yeah, that's a pretty, I think that's a pretty big release. I don't know. Northman, I guess, is pretty yeah, big. Yeah, the Northman is pretty big. Um, um, I mean, there's a lot of big, like, art house movies coming out right now. Like, Ahead's Knee has been along in the circuit for a long time. I guess we're kind of in the off-season of the blockbusters, right? This is when all the, like, art house stuff comes out for yeah. the last year. I mean... I bet a lot of the Hong Sang Soo movies that came out last year are coming out now. Do you? So, Great what is movie. your most other than everything, everywhere, all at once? What is your most anticipated next film? But you can't say Memorial either because you're gonna. I mean, two of my favorite movies from last year, which I think are coming out within the next month or two, um, Benediction. This is by Terrence Davies, like one of my uh, have you favorite directors. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. I've. So what do you mean it's coming out? Like it's just I watched it on a festival. Oh, so it's and it's finally coming out in May. Ooh. Um, and um, we're all going to the World's Fair, which is I tell you, you had that here as well, April April nineteenth. That's basically. an unbelievably good movie. You've already seen that as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's sort of about like weird creepypasta internet culture. Oh um, what? That sounds like kind of cool actually. It's directed by uh, Jane Chandran. Um. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's okay. It's incredibly good. I didn't. I don't know if I did. You rate those movies on Letterboxd? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't know. Benediction was in my top ten of last. Oh, week. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that. I didn't see. We're all going to the World's Fair. That's in my top fifteen. At okay. Very okay. But I also have watched. I mean, that's that. good. I watched that last January. I watched it over a year ago. Oh yeah, that's, that is a while ago then. But it's, it's it stuck with me. It's a while ago. When are, and then Oscars should be soon. It's in two weeks. Two weeks. So. We'll know some, you know, we won't have an episode dedicated to it, but since we already did, but we will talk about results, which I think will just be pretty much what we expect. I don't know if it'll be any big surprises. I mean, Best Actress is completely up in the air right now. Really? It um, could be any of the five, basically. I feel like nothing will, I mean, like, last year, was last year Parasite Year? Last year was Nomadland. Two years ago was Parasite Year. No one, like, we didn't think... Parasite was gonna win, right? Like that was kind of. But it last was definitely. Mi- it was a last left, minute. Right? It, 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 like it when we had game. first on the episode, I think none of us had picked yeah. it. But then by the time it got closer, we were like, oh. Right now, couldn't. there's some major coda momentum. What? Where did some like, major? Where does this come from? Well, it won best ensemble at the SAGs, so basically really? won best picture at the SAGs. Huh. Interesting. I thought you were gonna say there's um, some. Drive my car momentum. There is some. There's a ton of drive my car momentum. A ton, a ton. They don't. They don't like. 
when when they vote for best picture and stuff, they don't like release like which one was like they don't care about which one came closest, right? Like they don't. It's preferential it. ballot. What do you mean? Like they they don't just vote for one; they rank them all. Oh, so like, do you know which comes in second? Like, do they release that? No, but like a lot of the times, the movie that wins is the movie that comes in. Like, oh, like I like this enough, but it won't win, so like the people put it second or third. Mm, so like a movie that that's so so that's why it's always a safe movie that usually wins because it's a movie that yeah people put maybe their like third or fourth position versus a movie that people like either love or hate. Yeah, because yeah, certain movies might. Yeah. You know, 10% might put a one, but then you might have other people put, like, w some really low ones. That's why you get some some robberies. Um, cool. All right. Well, I think this was a good episode on the Batman. Uh, I'm uh, about an hour out from going to see it again. Uh, uh, maybe I'll add on a little blurb. <laughs> Just get yeah. back to my room, record, like, a... It was it was amazing, or it was it was it was the worst time. Do it um, in a diary entry format. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do it in a diary. Play some Nirvana entry. in the background. Definitely. Maybe we got to change the uh, intro for the podcast now that Caleb is gone. We got to do a Nirvana. We're just so instantly missing. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next episode.